0: Welcome to Monday Madness. I'm Anthony, your host today, and you're listening to the Culture Jacked Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Today we have quite the episode for you. I uh, decided to uh, go a little bit of a different direction. My last episode, if you guys didn't catch it, was about social identity. And I know I got kind of went all over the place because it's a very large topic, and I'll continue that conversation at a later date. But today... Oh yeah! Today we're gonna be diving into what I'm calling Rant Vid 19. Now, this isn't a traditional rant. I uh, wrote down a couple of points I wanted to talk about, non-scripted, just kind of free-flowing, talking about some of the stuff that uh, I was doing, some of the stuff I observed prior to COVID, and then uh, dive in into uh, current date here. And the reason for that, and the reason I want to talk about this. More or less is because of coming off of Thanksgiving and you know heading into Christmas and everything, it just got the wheels of spinning. And to think of what life was like before, current, and then a little bit of what life could look like afterward. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that today. But before I do, I have some news I'm going to be uh covering and of course. Did you catch the Friday show with Dustin? So Dustin, we, we got this perfect schedule at the moment. Dustin sets you up for the weekend and then I'll pick you back up on Monday. And then who knows, maybe we'll have some stuff in between. Um, but Dustin essentially closed out his discussion around monoculture, which was in my opinion, a a very good and uh, well-developed thought and an idea of what monoculture was and his perception of what it is today. If you guys didn't catch that, make sure and jump back to the Friday show. Now, let's get into a little bit of news. Um, Most recently, something pretty exciting. I was super excited. Maybe you were super excited. And maybe you don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. There's a pretty big fight that had happened, uh, what, a week and a half ago. By the time this airs, Coffee Time, I have upped my hydration game because uh, after listening to and enduring these long podcasts, I uh, find myself to be quite thirsty. So you're going to hear me take some drinks of coffee. I got some water here today. Um, Anyways, back to the fight. Legend two legends duked it out in the good old ring, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Both of these guys are legends, they just flat out are. Uh, both are very well known and respected fighters in the ring. And uh, the idea behind it was to create kind of a legends league. Mike Tyson wanted to come back, got Roy Jones Jr. Um, to come back and uh, box with them. Now, you can watch, just go on to YouTube, watch the clips. Um, I'm not going to explain the fight. Uh, however, it was uh, entertaining. Obviously, these guys are in their the latter years of anyone that would ever box or be in such a uh, physically demanding sport. It was still entertaining. Was it Mike Tyson in his 20s? No, it wasn't. Was it Roy Jones Jr. in his 20s? No, these guys are in their 50s and one of the, one of the funniest parts of the show in my opinion of course was both of these gentlemen went through all the rounds doing everything that they could they were exhausted they were exerted they get to the end and it's a draw ladies and gentlemen which neither one of them uh, both Roy Jones or Mike Tyson is familiar with a draw generally it's a winner or a loss and in both of their cases predominantly they've seen wins in their careers. So what's a draw. And there's a really funny uh, closing discussion with both Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. The commentator first starts with Mike Tyson saying, well, Mike, how'd how'd you think you did? Uh, What do you think of the draw? And of course, Mike Tyson, you know, did his thing and pretty much said, well, I would have liked to have won the fight but I'm okay with the draw because it's Roy Jones. And then Roy Jones, (laughs) Roy Jones' reply. Now, let me go over to Roy Jones and ask him, Roy, what do you think of the draw? The only draws I wear is on my bottom. This should have been my fight. So love the character. Love the character. Obviously, that could set up a fight for number two, you know, or, or what have you, Mike Tyson's intent is to create a legends league bringing back, not just boxers. I believe, I believe he's also looking at UFC guys and, and just bringing back. And there's been several iterations and attempts at this through the years, but I hope Mike Tyson and and whoever is uh, joining him on this venture are successful because I would love to see um, these legends, these, these gold, golden era legends, right? These guys that did it 20 years ago and and reach levels of triumph unseen. Obviously there's some stipulations to that, to where take it serious, make sure you're physically fit, make sure you're physically okay to fight, et cetera, et cetera. Cool to watch though. Sells tickets. Um, it's great to see a legend return in my opinion, because you know, years past, we never got to see any of this stuff. And it seems like as, uh, medicine and healthcare and all of this stuff evolves we're finding more and more opportunities to be able to bring back some of these legends now i'm not going to argue or even discuss could mike tyson fight somebody in their 20s at their prime the heavyweight champion probably not that's not the point though so the other interesting thing so that was the main event the co-main event of the evening co-main event of the evening I say, was Jake Paul, YouTuber. You may know him, maybe you don't. Maybe you know Logan Paul, his older brother. Um, pretty pretty big in the YouTube space and and uh, social media space. Has created quite a name. Both brothers have been very successful. Um, you know his older brother Logan Paul. Both of these guys have fought. If you didn't know, they. Um, did some fights with other YouTubers and, and what have you. Jake Paul has been uh, from the information I collected has been training for roughly about three years. I believe this is his third fight and he was fighting uh retired NBA star, Nate Robinson. So of course the buildup on this is pretty simple. Both guys are talking shit and uh, well, Nate Robinson got TKO'd in the second round. He got, the shit knocked out of him. Uh, from the video I saw and all of the commentary from the live event, from uh YouTubers and just everybody. I mean, Nate Robinson's performance was poor at best. Uh, and I'm not sure maybe he thought he was just gonna go in and beat up Jake, but you know, I will give Jake credit in regards to he has been training for three years, and I don't mean just like showing up at the gym every once in a while, he's training with with uh, high-level boxing coaches, uh, conditioning coaches, etc., which no matter who you are, man, you put in that time, you grind that shit out, you're going to get better at your craft regardless of what the craft may be. Nate got beat up. Now, it sets up a funny discussion on whether, you know, Jake Paul is a legitimate fighter uh, as far as boxing goes because essentially his previous fights we're with uh, amateur at best, novice at best, not legitimate uh, boxing uh, people. So, or retired boxing folks. So it sets up a funny conversation on whether you know is he a great fighter? Is he a good fighter? Does this solidify him into the fighting? Yeah, um, my take on it is uh, he he has been training flat out, so he has some credentials. He has some um verification on his credibility he did box three people i believe at this point one three fights so again that's 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 credible however profession to get that i guess to get that title of professional boxer um or or to be accredited as a professional boxer in my opinion he has to box professional boxers um, whether that's, you know, a current, uh, a current fighter or maybe a past someone with the history of being a professional boxer, right? Cause you can't just have two guys that are, that are duking it out in their backyard saying, Hey, I'm a professional UFC fighter. A prof- I am a professional mixed martial artist because I say I am because I trained a couple times and I'm fighting another guy that is, I don't know, obviously he doesn't have the amateur fights, but. Um, that legitimate professional boxers have because the in why would he it doesn't make sense Um, but i'm gonna i digress i won't dive into that anyways entertaining to see though a youtuber fighting an nba star two world champs duking it out check it out a bunch of stuff's available on youtube it's everywhere it's a pretty big deal um let's see in other news here looking at my notes Hugh. He is Brian, and I'm probably messing his name up, uh, portrayed Toe Cutter in 1979's Mad Max and Immortan Joe in the 2015 Fury Road, which would be the gentleman with the mask on with the white hair, kind of white complexion, big, big uh, black circles around his eyes. Pretty much the main bad guy. Super, super cool character. Loved his portrayal in both movies. He passed away recently and, uh, you know, we, as the community, the cinema community, I mean, the guy got to do it twice and he, he has other things under his belt, but those are the most notable, really, really cool that he returned in 2015. So moving on a couple of things that got announced recently is the runtime on a few movies. Wonder woman being the, the one, um, the original wonder woman movie ran at 141 minutes. That is a long ass movie. I didn't realize it was that long. 141 minutes, right? Two hours, 120 minutes. So it's over two hours long. I mean, I remember when when you said 90 minute movie was was long, right? Um Suicide Squad, the previous Suicide Side Squad was just right at the two hour marker. Birds of Prey was at a little over the 90 minute marker. And then the new Wonder Woman comes in as the reigning champion 1984 152 minutes long so buckle in christmas day it's available on hbo max and in theaters buckle in for that one guys you're gonna be sitting on the couch for two and a half hours long that's a long ass movie much anticipated though um as we know wonder woman did very well and and uh I would assume that this next one's going to crush it as well. Talking about HBO Max, though, uh, recently Warner Brother movies decided to negotiate a deal with the boys, the boys and the guys over at HBO Max, uh, essentially saying all of the twenty twenty one IPs uh, or videos or, or whatever's going to be released in 2021 is going to also be available on HBO max. They do stress the point that beyond 2021, there is no negotiation. They're going to see and evaluate kind of what, what is to come super exciting news though, for those that have HBO max, because you will Be able to see titles such as the new Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version. Dustin did an incredible episode talking about or or breaking that thing down for you. If you haven't heard that, jump back, check out the Suicide Squad. Super stoked for that, James Gunn's version. That'll be coming out. The Matrix 4 will be coming out. Dune, uh, The Many Saints of Newark, In the Heights, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Mortal Kombat, and Godzilla versus Kong. And I'm sure there's some other lesser known titles that will accompany those. That's a hell of a lineup for the movies coming direct to HBO max, which, uh, leads me to an interesting thing because, uh, you know, I've been a, a pretty big fan of HBO for quite a long time. I'm fairly familiar with most of their, most of their, uh, series and shows. And then obviously as HBO max came about, I I actually wasn't going to sign up for it, but my uh, phone deal with AT&T allowed me to get it for free. It was just a part of some deal that they were running. So I have HBO Max built into my contract currently for free. So I'm enjoying that. And with that, I get on there on occasion because, of course, I've got Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, etc. But most recently, I had been watching The Big Bang Theory that's on there incredible show. Check it out. 12 seasons. So if you want, if you want something to pass your time, that's incredible. 12 seasons. And each season's got like 20 something episodes. It's crazy. Um, It's also a very funny uh, show. I enjoyed the shit out of it. The other show I just started watching and I mean, just started watching. I've seen like two episodes over the last week is DC Titans. Now I watched the trailers for this and was interested just like I was with doom patrol. I tried to, I only watched like a episode of doom patrol. I just wasn't getting into it. I'll revisit that later, but Titans who those guys did have done again. I'm only two episodes in so take it, take it for what it is, but damn, they, that is a show worth watching. Uh, If you, if you are a fan of the, the teen Titan characters and others, um, and you want to see a mature version, an adult version of this, they kill it. They absolutely have killed it so far. I have been taken back um, for the two episodes I did watch, and I did start the third episode. I just didn't finish it yet, but I was blown away by the character selection, the story arcs, the cinematography. Uh, just wow. They've, they've done a really good job. I I'm excited to continue watching that series, which is to me, a marker for how good it is. So I'm not just drudging through it to get through it to where I'm genuinely excited to get to the next episode. Similar to like Game of Thrones and others. Not that I'm comparing it to Game of Thrones. Come on, come on. Although there is in episode two, spoiler, one of the characters is watching Game of Thrones, which is awesome. I think that's really cool. The other character mentions it. I I love that kind of stuff. I don't know what it is what it is about that. Um, and, and actually while I'm on the subject of, I, I guess, uh, cross sponsoring or, or what, whatever you want to call it, I was watching six underground the other day and actually it was on while I was, while I was reading. Cause I just like background noise and I was watching it for a few minutes, then go back to reading or whatever. And it was really funny because I did catch a scene in there that was interesting it's where ryan reynolds and he's meeting with someone at a bar but for us for a moment there as they transition from reynolds to the person down further down the bar i saw aviation gin on the table on the bar and i thought that was funny because that's ryan reynolds brand right i don't know i i always find and try to catch those goofy things because i find it I, I i like it i don't know what it is all right so moving on enough of me yammering about needless information. Uh, Everybody remembers good old GoldenEye, right? Right? Yeah, everybody does. Well, most of us do. If you're in your 30s, mid-30s, late 30s, mid to late 30s, you played, if you played games, of course, and for those that weren't allowed to play violent games, I apologize, you missed a large portion of your life because GoldenEye was fucking awesome. As a kid, I think back, every time that, anything comes up about goldeneye the video game all that comes to mind is just how much fun it was and how many times you played with a group of buddies for endless endless hours and yeah i love it anyways recently hitman developer io interactive has revealed its next game is going to be 007 origin story so in hitman fashion, more than likely it's not going to be a remake. And, and rightfully so, I think that would be a poor, that would be just poor in taste, and I don't think it would stand up to today, et cetera, et cetera. However, they could definitely tell one badass 07 story, draw out some multiplayer, maybe do some uh, old school stuff there. Opportunities, boys, opportunities. So again, IO Interactive is going to be working on 007, the origin story. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of excited about that. Another drink of coffee to keep me moving here. All right. The last tidbit I have in news, this uh, just came about by me screwing around on Facebook. Okay. That's where most of my stuff comes from now. Well, some of it does. Uh, some of it. Anyways, most of us that use Facebook, you will see little, little, little tidbits pop up that are quasi related to what you're searching or the kind of content you're watching, what have you. Right. Um, And then there's just like wild cards in there. Like, what is this? And you watch it. And I was on one of those runs. I had some spare time the other day and I was screwing around on my phone and I'm looking at just stupid shit. I watched a turkey chase a guy on a Harley Davidson. That was actually really funny. If you can check that one out, that one's worthwhile. This turkey, this guy's at an intersection on his motorcycle, and this turkey won't leave him alone. A turkey, turkey, folks, won't leave him alone. He's trying to kick at him. This turkey keeps messing with him. It's kind of funny. Scroll down, and I am seeing this guy paint, right? And that's the sound's off, whatever. Anyways, I'm watching this guy paint over uh some of the fascists there's there's definitely some fascism there's some swastikas and and other things right and i'm watching it and i'm watching it and, and then i i can't stop watching it and so long story short check this out it's cibo that's the artist it's kaibo or kabo uh, is the artist name and essentially the story that's told in the short video that you watch is this gentleman's friends or family was harmed or murdered by uh, some fascists. And I believe they're in Italy in the gentleman's Italian for sure. Um, And there's groups over there and they keep tagging or spray painting areas. And this is what this guy does. It's actually a cool video to watch. I enjoyed, genuinely enjoyed this essentially what this guy does is he finds these marked areas with swastikas and, and uh, just propaganda, fascist propaganda that are spray painted or graffitied or whatever you want to call it on these walls. And he turns it into food art and yeah, like literally food art. He turned a swastika and some other stuff into some muffins, but check this out. You're going to ask yourself right away, well, he's going to do that and they're going to come back and they're going to they're going to fuck up his, his art. Right. Then he's good. He's, he's pretty, he's a pretty uh, talented artist. Um, when it comes to doing food with spray cans, it's pretty amazing, right? Does the two muffins guess what happened? Of course, some asshole comes back, sprays over. Guess what he does? Refreshes it, adds another muffin. They do it again. Adds another muffin, add some more. Add some more. Does it for and he does this for all of them? You can see he does, he has done this um at several locations. And he, all he does is every time it's it's written over, he gets bigger and he gets bigger and he gets bigger and it gets cooler and cooler and cooler. And it's awesome. I I, I think that is just a super cool um video. It's an you know an inspiration for those that may be challenged or dealing with things or a positive way to use your creative abilities to enhance bullshit because it is bullshit. Um, And then as the video gets to wrapping, other people started joining in and helping. He was doing a big wall. It turned into a kind of a community event. And he's kind of, I think he kind of tries to carry a little bit of like that Banksy uh, mysterious, like I just show up and I I do my paintings, but they're very, he signs the paintings that he does on the sides of buildings and walls and what have you. It's cool. So again, CIBO, check it out. He does some incredible street art, fighting fascism and racism and, and other things. Available on, I believe it was just on Facebook, probably on probably on YouTube. you just probably probably just go to your computer. You could just type it in on Google or Yahoo if you use Yahoo. Yeah, you could do that. No one uses AOL. Stop saying that. Messing with you. Moving on. All right. So I, I want to make light of this next of my topic today. So it, I'm I'm dubbing it Rant Fit 19. I want to have fun with this. Um, I don't want it to be taken too serious. So let me say it up front. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to have fun with it. And here's why, because both Dustin and I, um, with both both the Friday show and Monday show, we often give our opinion. We'll tell accidentally just hit my chair. We'll uh, tell you stories, we'll tell you what it's meant to us. And some of this, some of the things we've done snippets of what it did mean, what it currently means. And I just wanted to tie a little bit of that together. Now I'm gonna to try to do this in a short fashion because I was sitting there droning on and on about all the other crap I talked about today. Um, but I want it to be more on the, the fun side as opposed to, uh, you know, I guess negative or what have you. So let's just kind of kick that off. So again, I'm, I've done this rant vid 19 and essentially I just wanted to highlight a couple of things that I had the opportunity to do before COVID and you know, the life before COVID. Now I'm not going to include you know, some uh, stories like being my kid used to do this. And now we can't, no, none of that shit. Again, light, fun. We'll see. We'll see if I can pull it off. Right. So some of the big things before COVID happened, we'll just keep it within the last two years. I had a lot of really cool opportunities with my family and without for business to travel. I I've been to Vegas a couple of times, Chicago a couple of times. I went to Washington a couple of times. I've been all over the state of Alaska several times over. Um and obviously some of that's business, some of that's uh some of that's personal and in 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 nature and I got to do stuff with my family which was awesome. Now with doing all of those things, the experience that one gains from, from doing that, the, the enjoyment, the eating the, the foods in Chicago, having that Chicago pizza or having that Beecher's, uh, uh, cheese, grilled cheese sandwich in, in, uh, Seattle, um, or, you know, going and having some of the crazy dishes I had there in, in Las Vegas, the food alone was amazing. The experience was amazing. I got to see Aerosmith live in Las Vegas, in their, in their stadium, in their show. I got to see Aaron Lewis live in Anchorage, Alaska. And again, I'm not, uh, I'm keeping it positive folks, keeping it positive here. That's some of the, the, that's some of those, Moments in life that I wouldn't say most take for granted because I definitely don't take it for granted. But while doing it and then moving on to the next thing and moving on to the next thing and moving on to the next thing, you uh, maybe maybe to some degree I did take it to granted because as I've reflected back, I'm like, man, that was amazing that I had the opportunity to do things. Of course, talking current state versus that, um, seeing family visiting family. In fact, one of my relatives passed right before COVID uh had come on, non-related to COVID. Um and I couldn't make it back down there due to COVID to uh to uh be at the funeral and what have you. So but visiting down there, seeing family, enjoying family, locally going and doing things, going to parks, going to the store, um building stuff, Getting and, and doing activities with friends. Those to think back on all of those things is amazing. And it brings me great joy to reminisce and to be quasi nostalgic about those things. And it makes me appreciate today more and far greater than maybe I've given it credit for, in which is, again, kind of the purpose of this uh, main topic today. And the reason I say that is um you know you take aaron lewis for example dustin mentioned this in a previous uh previous episode i was going to bring it up as well i got to see aaron lewis uh who was again at anchorage he uh if you're not familiar with him he was the lead singer of stain still is he branched out a few years back what five years ago six years ago and started doing country music like real country music and does a conglomeration of both right does some uh He'll do break the cycle from Stained and then jump into uh, My Town, which is one of his country albums, and, and what have you. Um, incredible show, incredible show. He's I, I've also been a fan of his since I was what in sixth grade. Both Dustin and I listened to Stained uh, in in junior high and into high school and and whatnot. And so seeing him live is incredible. So you jump, you fast forward again, right? The entertainment market got hit hard. No, depending on if you're a comedian, a musician, obviously movies, we, I think we've covered that through and through. Um, one of the things that Aaron loose did or AFL, um, which is his acronym, um, is doing concerts on the couch. And then he, he's changed it several times. I watched several videos. I was in debate on doing it where you get to meet him, you get to Skype with him and, Uh, talk to him and then he'll perform for you. And it's more than just you. He has, I I think he has like 40 people, 50 people, and it's pretty affordable to get uh, someone with his accomplishments and his just raw talent as far as um, acoustic guitar playing and singing goes. It's pretty amazing. And then a lot of others fell in suit, but it's funny because I did see Aaron Lewis a little over a year ago, I believe it was, or maybe it was two years ago and it was that that current and then and then seeing it transform into what that is today again the cool part is is the ability to um still enjoy that music it's different you're not going to a concert you know you're not going in there with 500 people 1000 people 3000 people whatever it is um you know you're on your couch with your computer uh doing that <coughs> Sorry about that. Um, So again, I'm sitting here, you know, right in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I'm like, man, it's amazing because, A, I got to see Aaron Lewis. It's amazing to see that he's evolved and he has changed his his craft a little bit uh, in order to adapt, but still bringing his badass music to people, right? Now- I think that that is an incredible thing and it brings great joy to me to see that and many other things, which brought me to a point or brought me to a funny thought. Um, yesterday when I was thinking about this episode, I threw, I did throw a handful of little notes I wanted to put in here, but, um, a few things that I do find funny is if 2020 was a country album, it would be Garth Brooks as Chris Gaines. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, look that up. It if, you're, if you if you have no clue. Garth Brooks was one of the biggest hottest selling artists in the world, not just in country in the world. His fame got so big, dude went a little nutty and created his alter ego Chris Gaines. Super weird. Check it out. You'll get the you'll get the reference. Um it's also brought a lot of other interesting things. Such as sanitation Finally, people are washing their fucking hands, right? For the most part, maybe. Um, which is a which is definitely another good thing. Um, another interesting thing to me is I feel like, you know, now, what are we? Ten months in since America got hit. I'm not talking. We know it was out in November. November in China, we we started to see some of the impact, or or some of the virus or or disease or whatever you want to categorize it as uh, February, March, April, May areas when it was April, May, I think is when it was starting. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it's motivated a lot of people. It's allowed for all of us to take a moment, reflect back on things like I just talked, even though I was pretty vague and um, talked about just travel and a little bit of entertainment, but it's allowed us to reflect back and say, shit, what really was important? And while I didn't put a lot of the air quote important stuff, it was just notable things that I wanted to share. But it's exciting. It's given us all this opportunity, given that you did not get COVID or anything crazy um, happened uh, during this time, in which a lot of crazy shit's happened to all of us. So it's been a long reflection point for me and taking notice of that is, is really important because I've, I've got to change some shit. I've got the opportunity to look at stuff a little different. This year, I took care of so many fucking projects late sp- or early spring into summer. It was the first time in my life with living in my house with my family and, and all this shit going on that I, I got to a point where I was excited uh, about working in my yard again i was excited about doing stuff to my house and and i did major projects this year not just and i'm not talking from a financial i'm talking about from a physical labor point major major projects we i was able to get way further but i'm not the only one because if you bought stock into home depot and lowe's early in the summer you would be fucking rolling in the dough rolling in the dough to include other other outfits, it it was super interesting because that's a known fact. If uh, all of these uh, home building department stores have been getting hammered, and so have the auto parts stores, because you're home, you're taking notice of things. You're you're doing shit that isn't normal. You know, again, and and that brings me to the point of me traveling quite a bit because previous to that, I worked remote for over a decade and to not be moving around and not be traveling at least once a month twice a month three times a month is so strange it's it's just abnormal to me but to be essentially confined to home to some degree um you start noticing shit hey that uh i guess i could fix that door that squeaks hey that fucking light's been out for a while hey that in in day after day now obviously people are different but to see how crazy busy fucking home depot and Lowe's have gotten and and how crazy busy a lot of these auto parts stores have gotten because people are fixing their own cars people are fixing their lawn they're painting their house they're they're doing these things it's a great fucking thing that is a good thing um I'm not going to go into the minutia of each one of those in the dynamic it may play on an individual in your household. Cause that's not my point. My point is it's a good thing. You're taking care of your shit, taking care of your family, you're at home, you're cooking dinner, you're uh you painted your house finally after 10 years of, of arguing it or whatever it may be. And it really, that's a reinvestment into either your future or if you're planning to sell your house, someone else's future, but you more than likely increase the value of it. And I find that to be, uh, very cool. I, I think that that was an outlet for a lot of people as well, while we were all dealing with this, uh, situation. And as it evolved from, you can't get past, you can't get gloves, Now you can't get pork. Now you can't get toilet paper. Now you can. Meanwhile, you know, you're like, fuck it. I'm going to go build a shed. Or I'm going to go help my neighbor, you know, work six feet away from him, mow his lawn or whatever it was. And and I guess to see that firsthand and to participate, it's made me really appreciate not only the stuff, but the people and just everything to some degree, right? Not not everything, everything or else. I, w- I would not be doing this podcast. I'd be doing other shit. I'd be appreciating other shit. (laughs) Um, but again, as I, as I started writing notes down for this, I mean, the list started getting too long and I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to freehand it a little bit like I normally do anyways, but I wanted to talk about some of those points because again, we're in this, this area between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And personally me, I absolutely love this time of year. And I may not be the the best person to uh to show it, maybe. Um, I gotta get better at that. But I do love this time of year as I've had the opportunity of having my kids who get so excited and you you get to see that that little bit of extra, that little bit of um, hey Santa's coming. Hey, we're gonna do Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve dinner it's getting closer. It's going to be, we're going to be out of school. Well, granted now that schooling's different, but I I don't know. I like that. I like the, the buildup. I like, uh, it seems like people are generally more happy and it's really impacted me this year in 2020. And I'm sure it impacted you, your family and, and everyone else, which leads me to one of my, one of, one of my other points. And that is, man, a lot of people have gotten fucking weird, <laughs> pretty fucking weird, uh, be probably because of all this time staying home, just conversations with sir. Hey man, what have you been doing? And it's like the goofiest shit ever. Um, or what have you been up to? Or what are you going to do? And, uh, when you go to the store now you like, it's such a funny thing to me. I go to the store now. Uh, okay. So past previous to the Cvid, vid, uh, right? No mask. No, no worries in the world. You just roll up in there, go grab your shit. Look around a little bit. If you're that type of person, if you're, you know, you want to wander now you roll up, you roll up in the store. Someone doesn't have a mask. It's like a fucking weird exchange. How close are they to you? Are they getting too close? Are you getting too close? A fucking kid bolts, by and you're like, Oh shit. He didn't have a fucking mask on any guy within two feet of me. Your kids doing, I mean, like, it's so goofy and you're, you know, you're locking eyes with people. No more do we have facial expressions due to fucking masks. So you can't, you can't read a person, especially if their kids fucking running up on you or they are, if they have a mask, if they don't have a mask, um, are they touching shit? Stop touching stuff. Don't wipe your fucking face. You know, did you wash your hands? All those things. I find it to be so funny because it's so heightened at this point. So fucking heightened unlike in the past to where like you, everybody was kind of like free balling it. Everybody was just freehanding shit. You know, like there was no, there was no uh, expectation from fucking strangers at a store to where now it seems like there's these weird expectations. When you're seeing someone, you look down that aisle, you're looking down that aisle and you're like, Hey motherfucker, I need to get to that. There's three of you, no masks. I don't know if you wash your hands. And I question that because I'm being a stereotypical prick right now, but I'm not sure. Oh, you fucking coughed. I'm not going down that aisle, Uh, you know, and vice versa. If you're, if you're there fucking around doing whatever, uh, they may look at you that way. And I just find it to be so, so humorous Um, and, and not humorous because I'm not included because I am included. You're included. Everyone's included and your thoughts on it. I had a conversation with someone, what, two days ago. And they're trying to tell me, and I'm—I I won't say who this was. They're trying to tell me that they don't believe in COVID. And it was like, well, wait, what do you mean? Like, wait, well, what the fuck does that mean? You don't believe it's—it's it's not a religion, dude. It's not a—it's not a story that you were told, and whether you have the opportunity to believe it. I mean, like, COVID's real. Now, yes, yeah, some of the statistics are fucked up, et cetera, et cetera. We're not going to go down that today. Again, fun episode. COVID's real, man. Get with the fucking times. It's crushed our economy. And so so has, yes, mandates and et cetera. But I just thought that was kind of goofy. And again, it's this weird. I, I think a lot of it and it's not I think a lot of it is because no one has answers. There's no clarity uh to some degree. There's the the fuck up with the election, the fuck up with not getting an Xbox and a PlayStation, all these unknown things just keep getting thrown at us to where everybody's just like barely hanging on mentally day to day um or you're taking a step back enjoying life laughing with us here today and saying fuck it you know what we'll figure this out guys you know get a chuckle on the walk back to the car when you when you think about what i said next time you're at the store take a moment and pause when you're standing down that aisle and you're looking over at people think about it i'm telling you're you gonna laugh on the way back to the car be like god damn he was right. Shit is weird. And yes, you are a part of it just like I am. Um so conversations and everything else have 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 equally gotten interesting at best. Now, you know, I am looking through my notes here and, you know, it's not just excluded or it's just not inclusive to stores and what have you, because obviously if you go to a park, it's the same, same scenario. It's like, how close do you get? How far are you away? Your fucking dog's at me. Your kids are running at me. My kids running after your dog, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, okay, you know, public places are the same too. I feel, I do feel though, cause I went to a handful of public places. I feel like it's not as restrictive or people mentally don't believe it's as restrictive in public places for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, And again, I'm not, I I, I'm not swaying on one side or the other. It's just an observation I've had and I've been to several places and generally um, especially during the summer months, more so than now, I tried to get out early in the day to take my, my kids to public places, especially when I had some time off or on the weekends so I could get them the fuck out of the house because between myself and then I'm like, shit, we all can't be, we all can't be cooped up in this place for months on end. Let's get the fuck out. So I think there's different, there's different rules and I'm not talking mandate rules. I'm just talking like people rules. And that's, that's really what I'm covering here, folks. Okay. So don't, I don't drill me on the mandate says, and, and actually I have a, I have a story I'll tell before. it Let me tell a quick story and then we'll, uh, gear up to wrap this up with, uh, discussing the vaccine and the reconstruction, some deep shit, right? Um, so the other day, uh, my family and I were doing some stuff in the city, there in Anchorage and we found ourselves to, you know, we, we haven't been in malls. We haven't been doing shit. Well, we elected to go to the mall and I won't. well, maybe I will tell you which mall, I don't care. Um, anyways, we go to this mall there. There's not a lot of people there. We've got our everybody has got masks on. We all sanitized. Life is good. Right. Right. Well, for some reason, you know, there's new mandates out about not no dining and what have you. Right. Okay. Well, we went through, there was a specific reason we went there. Uh, two people wanted to go grab something and in, in route, we wanted to grab something to eat while we're, while we're going. Right. So we did, we stopped at Annie's pretzels. Okay. <clears throat> we get some pretzels took fucking forever took forever finally get them we start walking I got my boy with me we're staying off to the side and we're walking and he's dropping shit and it just turned into this mess we stop and he's, he's crouching I start crouching and we're eating I get stopped by a security guard says hey uh, how's everything everything's good man oh uh, you're not allowed to sit what, what do you mean? He's like, you don't see any benches or anything anymore, right? I'm like, yeah, I clearly don't see any benches or sat on a fucking bench. I didn't say that to him. I thought it. And I said, yeah, I don't see any benches. And he's like, yeah, you can't sit and uh, you can't eat either because it's not dining. I'm like, well, this isn't fucking dining. We were walking and we took a moment to, to, to just eat these fucking pretzel bites, dude. Long story short, I ended up talking to the manager of the mall because I was fucking pissed. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? This joker like did not get my point at all. It's like, well, you're dining. Fucking dining is not crouching, eating fucking pretzel bites, bud. There's no table. There's no, there's nothing formal at all about this at all. We stopped. I have a kid. It's like, get the fuck out of here with this. It was, it was actually, that was quite frustrating. That was quite frustrating. Um, And what was more frustrating, which brings me back to my previous point on, um, you know, being grateful for things and reflecting on things and, and trying to make midway through my conversation with this manager is like, dude, I, you know what? Okay. Like, I don't care. Like I, I legitimately don't care. Like, okay, man, like I'm not going to sit here and argue this shit with you. And at the time it was just ridiculous. It still is ridiculous in my mind, but I'm like, well, wait a second. I'm, I'm just, we'll just leave the fucking mall. Like, I mean, you guys do what you do. And the, the manager was, was, uh, did a fairly good job with like, no, I understand yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, listen, there's not a mandate that doesn't say this. Cause you're saying it's okay to walk around and eat, but we stopped for a second and your fucking security guard There's like, uh, jumping on us. So kind of ridiculous. Um, but again, after, after that, I was, I was a little bitter. I was a little pissy um especially because my my kid got pissed all this shit happened and again midway through the conversation was like you know what i i'm done man i'm like we don't need to talk about this anymore not to be rude but it's like we don't like uh, we're just gonna leave the fucking mall we haven't been here in in six months i'm not gonna sit here and debate this shit with you clearly you have your version because i asked him like where the fuck's the sign that says you can't Crouch and eat, or but you can walk and eat. Like this is the dumbest shit. I had to crouch because my son's two feet fucking tall. I'm six feet tall. What are we doing? Um. Anyways, enough of that. I digress from that story. See, I started getting fucking going there, but again, I remembered it's not worth it in 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 any in any uh, stretch of the imagination. So to wrap it up, and it's gonna be short and sweet on the wrap on this one because I. I initially was thinking, Oh, I'll do this build up and I'll do, I don't have enough time. I'm not going to do a 10 hour episode, even though who knows, maybe I will some point, or maybe I'll continue this, even though I won't, not this episode. I just wanted to have fun and talk about some of the shit and the transition and some of the things that I've seen. So the other reason I wanted to bring this up outside of the schedule, outside of the being grateful and, everything is that we're all going to be faced with a transition soon, right? The vaccine is the vaccines out. Okay. Let me be clear on this. There's vaccine is out, not in mass quantities and it's going to continue to trickle out. And yes, they're going to start with medical professionals, emergency responders. They're going to continue with uh, senior living or facility, facility living and, Facility needs people. Think about this. Let's think through this, right? People that have to be in a facility, whether it's a hospital, senior living place, have to get it first because they don't have a choice. They're in there for a reason. They need that much help. And then it'll start going into uh, those that need it at the second, third tier. And then, of course, out to the public, which we probably won't see until mid spring of next year. So that's going to happen. In addition to that, we're going to, at some point in the near future, start doing the reconstruction of America because our economy is fucked. Um, it, it's pretty fucked up. The construct or the deconstruct. We, you know, we've all paid to some degree. But my hope with going into 2021 is that before that happens, we all take a moment and consider some of the stuff I talked about, you know, and I could have dove into some of the shit that I talked about recently. I'm like, man, I got to get into more baseball cards, comic books, that part of it's been awesome too. And maybe I should have to kind of tie it back because I have had the opportunity to go through more comics and, and to go through my, my baseball card collection and uh, shit to look at some of my, my, uh, uh, riffs books and D and D books. And it's like, it's so awesome to, uh, be nostalgic for those moments and not only nostalgic about it, but to bring and shed light back on them and to start making decisions of what I want to do with those things. But before we reconstruct I I would highly, and this isn't a fucking, like, it's not a deep thought. I'm not trying to impose deep thoughts on you, but it is something to consider. And that is the holidays are almost here. The vaccine's going to come and stuff's going to change again, guys. I mean, we, we are in a interesting situation today, next month it'll continue the following months as well. But, you know, think about those things that are important to you. Um, Consider the things that aren't and everything else, you know, try to enjoy your, your life. Try to be nice to people, try to get to do some of the things that you've wanted to do. I mean, like for me, some of that comic stuff that I've talked about in the past, the cards, Even my most, one of my most recent episodes, dickering and auctions and all that stuff. Like I truly love that shit. I don't, I'm not crazy. I don't do goofy things, but I enjoy it so much that I, you know, years past, I was like, I really wish I could do that. Nothing's fucking stopping me from doing it, but time. And it goes the same for the comic books. It goes the same for, for uh, the cards. In fact, I'm going to get rid of a large chunk of my, my cards, uh, my collectible cards, relatively soon because I don't need them and, and I don't want them and I don't want to be sucked back into them. And that's, uh, my magic, the gathering collection that's been collecting dust for a long time. And, um, it's added a lot of clarity and, and, and I would say again, you know, before this next phase happens, while we've got this, this time between now and Christmas, even, even into the new year and in, in, into February, take a few moments Find those important things in life and find those things that you want to do. Be happy. Be nice to people. Enjoy enjoy what you have uh, and drive after what you want. So like that shit, that was a good way to end a fucking episode right there, boys and girls. <laughs> That's it, guys. So, I know I went on a little bit of a terror there. I tried to have fun with this one. I didn't want it overly structured. I didn't want to uh, have too many prompts or anything. I want to talk about... Some of that, because it's been weighing heavy uh, on me, like, man, you know, life's pretty good, um, but you have to make it good. It doesn't just come that way. And I've got to get better at it. I know, I know, uh, especially in my professional life, that often I let sh- simple and stupid shit impact me when it shouldn't. And, I, and, and I've got to work on that. So enough of this. I do appreciate everyone that has taken the time to listen to this episode of Monday madness here on culture jacked the pod cast as always guys check out the Friday show on Friday with Dustin and I'll catch up with you guys in the next episode